Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your newest source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. Yeah, dude, all you have to look forward to when you get my age is nothing but constant back pain and dinner at 4.30. Nice. But, speaking of looking forward to things, guys, we're back with another episode of the RVA Returners Podcast. Uh, you know, again, this is the second apology I've had to make on this. We're, uh, we're a week behind. Um, and I blame myself, but I also partially blame Curtis, just <laughs> because he's not here and we can blame him. But, uh, so we had an episode that we recorded on the way back from Philly. Yeah. Um, but... The file we recorded it, and what type of file was it? It was something weird. I yeah. don't remember, but like, I, I had trouble. Some shit that spies use. <laughs> I have trouble. I had trouble converting it, and then there's also like even when listening to it, like we had some a lot of sound problems. Yeah, it was. I mean, we're driving on the interstate, you know, yeah. trying to get back home. So maybe it wasn't the best place, but I thought, yeah, you know, I thought it was a really good take. So maybe that'll be an unreleased B side at some point to, to share with everybody. But anyway, I am your host as always, Chris Adams. With me as always is Adam Lane. Um, so we got a lot to talk about today. Um, we've had a lot of spoilers come out. Yep. Um, we're going to touch on the, uh, the tournament up in Philly that we didn't get a chance to speak about yet, which was last weekend. Yep. And then we got Kansas City coming up, so we want to talk about how things are going to look, you know, heading into the next North American Crystal Cup. So with that being said, I want to start with a huge shout out to the guys at, uh, Games Haven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Games Haven, not Gamers Haven, right? I had... I get it mixed up because, you know, all those words kind of blend together. Pretty but sure it's Gamers Haven. I think so. Yeah. But anyway, all those guys there, fantastic tournament. Um, the cookie cake thus far has been superb. Um, you guys run a great operation. Thank you for having us. The hospitality was second to none. Um, and I can honestly say every time we've gone somewhere for an event, like, you know, they just really treat people coming from out of town like gold. And, you know, we appreciate that a lot. And we would... Come down, visit us, man. We'll extend that same, you know, hospitality to you. But overall, you know, I don't want to talk too much on the tournament. It was a great tournament um, because we have so much more to talk about. Um, we all we all did very well. It was myself, Adam, and uh, Curtis Kang went with us. Um, I had a, we, there was five rounds of Swiss with a top eight cut. I finished uh, five, uh, four and one in Swiss. Um, ended up finishing as the fourth seed overall. Uh, Curtis also went. Four and one yep. finishes the fifth seed, and Adam, you kicked ass in Swiss. You went fucking five zero. Yeah, I would have rather kicked ass in top eight, but that's okay. Yes, uh, <laughs> same, 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 same. Yeah, no, it was my deck was on fire and pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Swiss. So yeah, I was five. I was the only undefeated. Yeah, you were only one defeated going into top eight. So of course, with you know standard top eight pairings, I had to play against Curtis. Um, I was on Overliable, good old Fire Ice. Curtis was on Three Color Monsters, and you were also on Three Color Monsters. Yours and Curtis's build were pretty similar. S- pretty similar. A few cards difference. Yeah. Um, well, um, Curtis beat me in our, our top eight match. Um, first game was good. Second game, I thought he trolled the shit out of me just because I had, uh, had the Mirage dive on deck for the win. And he's starting to scoop it up, and he was like, oh, no, wait a minute. I've got a Chaos and Walker of the Wheel in my hand. Well, I guess I'll scoop it up instead then. Yep. But uh, Curtis, hell of a job. You know, went through top eight. It was him versus Colin Rupert. Yep. Um, who I know that was one of your top eight opponents. <clears throat> yeah, that was my, top, that was my loss. Uh, so he was playing mono ice. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a lot of the stuff, the discard going that he needed to go in. Yeah, I was never really able to play too much. I mean, I was in the game for a little bit, but uh-huh. he just had more gas than me for the most part. It happens. Um, I made a few mistakes for sure that mm-hmm. I shouldn't have made, um, but you know, happens sometimes. It happens. It was it was good. It was good practice for, you know, Kansas City coming up because there was a lot of good players there, a lot of great matches. Um, again, a lot of good people. And a uh, big congratulations for Cur- to Curtis Kang for winning the whole thing and bringing that cookie cake home to Daddy. <laughs> so from here on out, if you see him, call him Cookie Kang because uh, that's what we're calling him here on this podcast moving forward. But uh, great job, Curtis. Great job to everybody who was at that tournament. Um, thanks again, and we can't wait to come up to the next one. So with that being said... You know, let's kind of get into the proper news. Um, I promise we'll get a sound wave at some point. We, we need to because that hurts my throat doing that <laughs> to go along with the back pain. But um, so yeah, a lot of spoilers since we last uh, since we last did an episode. Um, let's just dude, let's just just put on the swimming trunks and dive right in. <laughs> yeah, so I have a list. It's been a while. So there were a couple that we covered on the unreleased episode. Oh, the, 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 yes. We'll just recover um, because you know. It's never been released. So, uh, the first one's um, Ninwu. He's a four four drop forward mm-hmm. water, seven k. Um, when he enters the field, reveal the top five cards of your deck. Add one summon 
among them to your hand, put the rest in the bottom in any order. Mm-hmm. Whenever he attacks, you may cast one summon of cost four or less from your hand without paying the cost. I think he's fine. I think he'll fit great in like those Garnet summons decks. Um, I think I think he I think he's going to see a lot of play. I just don't know in what capacity and what build he's going to be in. I think he's great. I think he's absolutely great. Yeah, I think uh, they're trying to push this thing where I guess you're allowed to play off color summons and that kind yes. of stacks well with Garnet and the previous Earth backup that we talked about mm-hmm. and this guy. So maybe like some kind of heavy summon deck. Yeah, might might just be good. Like an oops, all spells kind of deck. <laughs> all, almost. I don't feel like that's gonna be good because how do you win? Right. But um, but maybe something that's like really summon heavy. Just yeah. A tons of removal and yeah. ways to cast different colored stuff. And because yeah, I feel like at that point, if you just stick a dude and you they can't stick anything, you're just gonna win the long game. Yeah. I mean, maybe some water earth deck with like just different kinds of summons with Garnet and this guy. Sure. Something like that. Maybe it'll work. I don't know. Oh yeah. Um. So the next card is uh. A, a monster, a lightning monster, mm-hmm. Colossus, so four, four CP monster, type zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, for zero, until end of turn, he becomes a forwards, seven K power, mm-hmm. and when he attacks, deal one thousand damage to all forwards opponent controls. I think he's good. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. Um, again, I don't know what capacity he'll see play in, but in, in a lightning deck, since those guys are a little undersized, that a thousand damage that it does to, across the board could be critical, and it also gives you. Um, it's good to like maybe go and turn Orlando off of that thing. Yep. You know what I mean? So I think there's some plays with him. So I think he's fine. Yeah, it also combos well with cards like Angel Penance and Black Mage, stuff like that. Yep. Onion Knight. Um, the fact, I think the biggest thing is the fact that he costs zero to activate. That's always nice. Um, you don't have to pay any extra CP. It just kind of comes to forward, like Ozma kind of. Yep. Uh, I do wish he was like maybe a three drop that would bring like more Azul's cool stuff with you oh, sure. make better use of that card yeah absolutely um, so this kind of puts that card a little bit out of reach but I don't think it's bad no 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 uh, I could see it being played in some kind of wind lightning thing oh absolutely maybe, maybe. Yeah, that, that extra damage that little ping damage is yeah. good I think what might hold it back is that it just costs four it might be too expensive oh for sure uh, but we'll see I'm sure people will try it uh, the next card I have is Kiros mm-hmm. he's a two CP fire forward mm-hmm. uh, Final Fantasy 8 Category, he's a job warrior. Uh, when he enters the field, choose one forward other than Kiros. He gains plus 2,000 power. Uh, if it's if the forward that you chose is Category 8, it gains Haste, First Strike, and Brave until end of turn. And the 2,000 power is also until end of turn. So, so Category 8 Fire Ice, you say? Sign me up, because I'll play that. Yeah. I think uh, that guy's good. So there's in, in Fire, there's only a couple of targets. There's like Ward and Zell, Zell I think. Yeah. And <laughs> those don't really see much play. Uh, so all the good targets are kind of in Ice... Um, Squall Laguna. And they're already pretty big. But, I mean, first strike, getting all three keywords is pretty it's juicy. good. Um, it is juicy. Maybe they're going to print some other lower drop stuff to make this really good. Also, he is a fucking hot rod in title. Oh, yeah. In title, in title he's a stud muffin. In Get title, that. he's real good. Yeah, that sure. guy. Um, and I do, I like, always like to see category support. Me, um, oh, dude, I can't harp on that enough. Yeah, I, I like, yeah. And it's, it's weird because I, I don't really consider them tribal. I guess they are, like, if you compare it to, like, magic and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. more tribal to me is, like, knights and right. monsters and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Whereas, like, to, to me, like, category is almost, like, something different. Like teams and verses, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah for um, sure. But I think he's good. I think he'll definitely see play. I can't wait to see what old Austin does with him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure some people will try him out. Um, maybe he'll be good. Uh, so the next card we have is pretty interesting. Um, it's Leon. Yeah. He's a 1 CP wind forward, Final Fantasy 2 category mm-hmm. rebel, job rebel. Mm-hmm. Um, when he enters the field, your opponent gains control of Leon. When a category 2 character of your opponent's can enters the field, mm-hmm. your opponent gains control of Leon. Uh, and know. he's an AK, so he's a 1 CP Yeah, AK. so he's, he's a big boy, and um, I don't know what to think of him because you really have to set up for him to be effective. And I'm, I don't mean that in a way like, if you're playing a category 2 deck, if you're playing a rebel deck, I think he's no more than a 1, maybe 2 of and. Because the minute he comes into play, he's going he's going cross country. Now, granted, if you set it up on a turn where you're going to play somebody else, you get him right back, so you're fine. So I guess maybe in that regard, he's better than I'm thinking because you're never going to play him by himself. I think that's a huge mistake. But what sucks is we don't know how good these rebels are going to be across the board. So I think he's he can be a liability in that regard. If you play one and then your opponent plays one, or if they're playing Maria or the Water Min, oh no, Minu is not a rebel. I'm sorry. No, he's not. Um, but he could end up jumping ship, and then he could end up doing more damage to you. Um, I'm all. Uh, I think he's good. I think he's a very fair card for his size and his um, you know, his cost. I just think, 
I think he could potentially bite you in the ass, and that worries me. I think it really depends on how good Final Fantasy, the Category 2 characters Correct. are outside of this deck. I agree. Because obviously in this deck, you're playing, you're concentrating on playing multiple Category 2. Yeah, because two. you're going to drop him, and then for two, you're going to drop Furion. Oh. But what worries me is when you yeah when you play him, you get him back, and now you got two dudes, you've tempos from the board. Yeah. <clears throat> but then say they're playing a completely different deck, and they play Minwoo, right? Yeah. Now this guy switches back to their side. Yep. Now they got Minwoo, and they got um, this... Uh, Leon as well. Yeah. Also, he specifically says character, so that even means if your opponent plays a final category two backup, yeah, uh, you'd steal him. Um, yeah, yeah, that's why. I think I... if you build a deck though, mm-hmm. uh, you can make him work, yeah. and he can really swing tempo of a game. Yeah, I think he's a one, maybe two of in the deck. Um, I'm not sold on him yet. I, I, I think he has. I'll, I'll say it like this. Uh, I think he has potential to be good. Yeah. Uh, one card that works really well with him is Shimaze. It's really good. Oh yeah. He's no, a one CP that you can't yeah, block. Yeah, absolutely. Point. I agree with that. I agree with that. 100%. And he's hard to remove because he's an AK. He's a one CP AK. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he can just kind of dry, he can kind of be played off of like in that ice wind deck that Jason likes the little float of the ground. You can jam that guy off of a was it Shelk or whoever it is or yep. whoever yeah or a Zargabath. Seems yeah, pretty... just, but when he play when he comes off those two, he still switches sides. Which so. is fine. Which is fine. Uh yeah. So I mean you know he he could see is, play. He got, is he also one of those things that say you play one goes to your opponent's side, and you play another one. Does he just stay on your side? I, I think so because I, I think at that point it would create an illegal board state, so they just don't move. I, that's my guess. Which is why I think two of would be fine. But I, I don't want to dwell on that guy. We'll talk about that as well, we def- start seeing more of the set. Yeah, I think that'll have to be a rule that's stated because of all this side switching stuff. Yeah. Um, whether or not if I play, if we both have the same thing, do they come over? Do they both break, or do they just never come over because right because it's, it's an just, illegal board? Just state. like Kane. Yeah. Um, so the next card is Garland. He's at five CP like fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, category one, he's a knight. Nine K, so on curve. Uh, if a jo- if you control a job princess, mm-hmm. the job knight forward you control gain brave. Mm-hmm. Um, Blaze, which is an S and a fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, choose one forward, deal at seven thousand damage, mm-hmm. and then he has round edge, which is another S. So this is the second card that's been printed with two S's yeah. on the same card. The other one was a uh, light cloud. Light right? cloud. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so for S, two fire and one colorless. Uh, choose one forward, break it, and deal 5,000 damage to all the forward's opponent controls. And he's a legendary, right? He's a fire he legendary? He is a fire legendary. Okay. Yeah. I think he's excellent. I think he is an excellent card. And I, um, I, I know I posted something in our group chat the other day about the going back like that Firewater aggro where you like use Ash and mm-hmm. you have um, Steiner, Beatrix, this guy. Because I think Steiner and Beatrix with Brave, it's pretty okay. Yeah. I think yeah. that's pretty okay. Yeah, I think it would have to be almost a different build and go away from, like, the lightning. I mean, unless you're trying... Now you're, now you're getting into, like, three, four-color territory. Yeah. Which could be good. Maybe. Yes, it's, it's possible. Well, 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 mm-hmm. um, both his S's are pretty good. I think Blaze is a little... Eh. Yeah, it's, it's very... It's whatever. Current fire. But Round Edge is good. Um, yeah. My thing is, and I think I've seen people argue about this, um, but if you... His S is just a straight break effect, but it deals 5,000 to all forwards, so mm-hmm. I wonder if that breaks Vincent or not. Interesting. Um, because it is breaking and doing damage, even though the damage isn't killing Vincent. Yeah, because um, you can't be broken by things that don't do damage. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of weird. Does it same thing with Ash if Rassler's out? Yeah, and the and the same thing with uh, New Yistola. Very interesting. So I'm not sure the ruling on that. I don't want to speak for Kagiyama, um, but this is the first time there hasn't been an ability like this. Yeah, and so I'm not sure how the wording. Yeah, like how the order of operations there is, but we'll stay tuned for that. Overall, I think he's a great card. I think he's good, and again, like, yeah, in Water Fire, maybe like Water Fire, like, not like full-on knights, but enough knights to make it work. I mean, Clady's a gross card. Yeah, you're running, you're still running the the water staples, you're running Corellia, you're running Ash, you're running Gordon. Just having Clady gives this guy brave. Yep, and you're running, you're running Scott at that point as well, um... Princes and knights, man. Then you can then you get access to shit like Vivi and Sabin. So I think I mean maybe it'll be a good fire deck with a lot of fire cards in it, not just like yeah. We'll, we'll see. It, I I have a feeling it's going to end up being one of those decks where it's like we'll play the good fire cards and it's oh, that, that's one hundred percent what it's going to be. You know, be. I mean, you're, you're, now you're instead of just playing Steiner and uh, sorry, instead of playing Sabin and Vivi, now you're playing Sabin Vivi Garland. Yeah, so it's all right. Uh, the next card is uh, Kurosame. Mm-hmm. He's a five CP ice forward ex burst seven mm-hmm. uh, k. Uh, when he got, when he enters the field, you can search for one card named Enema or one card named Kazusa and add it to your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, ice forward. Other than Kurosame, you control gain plus a thousand power. He's fine. Um, 
who'd have thought in these last couple sets that the the top curve of ice would be really crowded? Because if you if you're playing discard ice, you're not even looking at that guy. No, you're not. Hell, if you're playing like the heavy discard ice, you're not even looking at Setzer anymore. So that should say something. Yep. And, and that guy's nowhere near as good as Setzer is. Yeah, a lot of people are cutting Setzer from their list. So I think he's fine. Well, okay, so he's different than Setzer, right? Yes. Uh, he can search for well, Setzer can search for a backup too, but this guy can search for two different backups. Yeah, which Setzer has one backup target, which isn't bad. It's another tutor. Which the Kazoo, the old Kazuza, is in is in the discard yeah. or in some of them. Yeah, but I, I still don't. I think you're right. I think you don't. I don't think you run this in the yeah. discard heavy build. Um, and, and, he, uh, and he is an anthem. Uh, yeah. So this is like the first like ice forward anthem card, which which is fine in and of itself. Which I think if you're going at like kind of a big mid rangey kind of ice build, I think he's fine. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna say he's bad, but I think the new Kuja is better. Um, I think Setzer's still better. I think uh, clearly Orphan's still better. Um. Hell, I think Zed Zed is better than that guy. I mean, I, it, I don't I don't use the word better. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Sid Alstain is just the fucking king right now, as far as you know. Five. Yeah, if you're, CP. If you're in that straight discard, yeah. yeah. So I want to see somebody do something with him. I think he's good. I think he's good. Just okay. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. It, it, like, I could see decks where he's good. Like, again, if the tempo tempo like ice deck comes out, or you're playing the new Kurosami or the new Kazusa and this Kurosami, correct. You could do some cool stuff, and maybe they're gonna print another enema. I know there's a battle. I don't remember what she does. I know she's a backup. Oh yeah. I don't remember what she does. Uh, this is probably my favorite card that they've shown thus far. So far, yes. This uh, one coming up. Yeah. Um, for me at least. Uh, so you got Leo. He's a one CP Earth forward. Hail, hail to the king. Uh, yeah, he's a job king. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Mm-hmm. For each character other than Leo, you control Leo gains a. Th- oh, he's a one K. He's yeah, a one K. But for so for each other character you control, he gets a thousand power, and then backups you control can produce CP of any element. So, remember how we were saying that like three color like th- th- like three color decks and four color decks may now become a lot easier to navigate because of this guy. He's a, he is a legendary. He's he's the second Earth legendary that we've seen. Yeah, well, uh, but well, not, we kind of well, see both now, technically. Yeah, because we saw the one before. But I think this guy is really really good. Um, to what effect I don't know yet, but I think if you want to really get fucking wacky and do something crazy. This guy is the backbone of all of that. Yeah, I think he really opens the door to a lot of things. Yes. Um, being a 1CP means that any of like the straight break kind of stuff is going to hit him, no matter how big he gets. Right. So if he gets out of control, you'll mm-hmm. see shit come back into the middle, like uh, Sal Bag. Oh, yeah. And just shit that like breaks two or less, stuff like that. Yep. However, I do think he's, he's kind of nutty if, if Oh, if for what he does, are... for what he costs, um, so that's fine. In any kind of like combo-centric deck... That's like multiple colors, like three, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. That uh, has monsters in it that are doing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy can get really big. Yeah, he can end up being a one CP twelve thirteen K on yeah. his own. I think easily. it's really easy to get him to eight, which It'll is good down. enough. Absolutely. Um, like if you're playing this guy in like Earth, like the 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 deck that I instantly thought of mm-hmm. was uh, Urianje Mill, where you're, oh, running, you're running four colors. Mm-hmm. He's a Phoenix target, both Phoenixes. Mm-hmm. Um, you're constantly recurring monsters. You constantly have like two to three monsters on the field at a time. You usually build to five backups. Yeah. That if you have two monsters and five backups, he's an AK. This yeah, he immediately immediately. Um, and then typically you're just you're just putting board, a board state out that just stalls and you're yeah. milling. Um, and then this guy helps you do that too. Oh yeah. Um, I mean he's he's pretty gross. Uh, I'm definitely gonna do some stuff with him. I'm sure. I think he's a great card. Absolutely great card. Yeah, I think I think he's real good. Yeah, I can't wait to see what kind of wackiness people build with him. But I think he's excellent. He's excellent. Yeah. Worthy of being a legendary, for sure. Um, yeah, so the next card, maybe not so great, yeah. uh, is uh, Hades. It's a 5CP Ice Summon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's Category 7. For whatever that Which means. could be fine for you, if, that, if yeah. that's uh, for your title deck. Uh, and Mobius. Sure. Uh, choose one Dole forward, break it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owner of this forward discards one card from his or her hand. Uh, barf. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's good enough. Um, look, I think it'll be great and sealed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just when you look at like ice decks or even X ice decks, it costs too much. Now, yeah. if that thing was burst, yeah. If it was burst, I'd reconsider it. But in ice decks, or even again X ice decks, we'll, we'll, we'll say we'll use Earth ice as the best example, or even water ice. You're not getting rid of your Doom trains. 
You're not okay. cutting your Mateuses, your Shivas, your Zaleras. And then you start getting into the the, the Exodus. You're not cutting your Hecaton chairs, your Titans. You're not cutting your Leviathans or your Bismarcks. That card just isn't good enough. Yeah, I, I had two thoughts on this. Like, one, obviously, put a burst on it, and I think it's playable. Yeah. Uh, I still don't know if it's good enough, even with the burst. I don't yeah. know if it sees play. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're putting a 5 CP summon in that you probably just don't ever want to cast, hard yep. cast it. Um, my other thought was, what if it was 4 CP, and all it did was break a dull forward? I feel like that would be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that would actually be good in like other ice decks, like this other dark type that they're obviously sure. trying to push with like tempo. Where now ice actually has like a removal spell, and I feel like a four CP card that does that, the other ice deck probably wouldn't even run. Oh, I agree. You know, I agree. Like, they don't even care. Yeah. Um, but maybe that is too good. I'm not sure. That was just my thought on it. Yeah, and I think that a card like that's close. It, it, go, it can go from unplayable to busted very quickly. Yeah. Um, but I think as of right now, it's unplayable. Great and sealed, but unplayable and constructed. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, this was also revealed at E3, which was pretty yeah. cool. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, it was really cool seeing the game kind of take center stage there for a minute. So, yeah. I was Yeah, I'm glad that they're that. actually, like, putting it on their their main stuff, and a lot of people are watching, so it's Yeah, awesome. and, uh, you know, shout-outs to Joseph here in the break zone, those guys getting on there and getting some, you know, some personalities in the community actually being able to be the ones to highlight the game. And, you know, so I thought that was really cool. Yep. So, so then... Uh, the next card they showed at E3 mm-hmm. was Astinian. Um, oh, you mean a, Einstein? Einstein. He's a 3 CP lightning forward. Um, so instantly you're like, oh, he's an Alcid target, but he's not. Yep. Um, because you can only pay with CP produced by lightning backups to play him from your hand up to the field. So that means you can't ever Alcid him from your hand up to the field. Right. Uh, because he's, he's required that you... If you play him from your hand, you have to tap three ice. Back right, in. but it's already been officially ruled for anybody. He can he can be Zemus back in. He yeah, can be devoted yeah. back in. Phoenix, Phoenix anything yeah. that recurs him from not your hand, <laughs> it's perfectly legal. And I think that guy's insane. I think that is a he, um, that dude is a yeah, really good. So I, didn't get, I didn't get to the part that makes him good. Yeah. <laughs> so he has haste, first strike, and he's on curve at seven k. Fucking insane. Uh, and he's a fourteen card, so fourteen title decks maybe. But again, yeah. his restriction still applies to title. So. Yeah. And here's the thing, I don't, I don't, I'm not even, I don't even care about his job. Sorry, sorry, Okimoto, I don't care about his yeah, job. Yeah, he's a dragoon. And, and, yeah, he's a dragoon, which I think in the dragoon in dragoon decks, which are typically lightning splashing water, he can be a little awkward. Dude, in the fast mono lightning decks, when you get that guy and Hildebrand going, oh, you're in fucking trouble. And a Lua. Yeah, because if you got Lulu out, he's a 8k with first strike that's getting in those guts every turn. That guy's good. Yeah. So he is a little bit slower, just because you have to have three backups out. But that's really easy to do. In oh, lightning. in lightning, yeah. There yeah. have been times where I yeah. had easily two. Like most of the time, I have two backups on turn one. That's what I'm saying. You, the way you build the faster version is you just have a shit ton of two CP backups. Yep. And, and sometimes some some of them run summoner and stuff like that to help you ramp. And if you're running that, then yeah, you just it's really easy to play this guy. And the thing is, it's not even the haste. The haste is is great. It's the first strike. You, when, when whenever you have an on curve guy with first strike. That's brutal, because you ha- you have to swing higher than him, and lightning has a ton of power reduction and a ton of damage. Yeah. So I will say, uh, just the Nimbus Lassie was a three CP eight K. Yeah. And I want to say he had first strike as well, mm-hmm. and he doesn't see any play. However, it's ice. Right. Ice doesn't give a shit and about that. They don't really care. Um, but I do think this is more relevant in lightning. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Um. So I I think he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he immediately goes into the, the fast mono lightning builds in some capacity. Two of, three of, I don't know. But I think he is really, really good. Yeah. He, he, that, that, that's the type of card that has an immediate impact on an archetype. Mm-hmm. So he's in. He is 100% in. Uh, so then the last E3 spoiler was another lightning card. Mm-hmm. Three CP forward. This is an outside target. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cypher. He's mm-hmm. an EX burst. 3K power. So like way low. Barf. Oh. Um, when he enters the field, you can search your, for one job witch and add it to your hand. So me, pretty much he's coming in and searching for Adia. So there's, right now, currently, there's two Adias, the backup and the forward, mm-hmm. which the forward sees play in every modern light. Oh, yeah, it's a three of. And then Ultimecia, which sure. is a water card that's really too slow and doesn't see much play oh, right absolutely. now. Oh, um, absolutely. So those are his three targets. Uh, but the one that does see play, and he's the same element as that one, which makes me think that maybe, maybe he's okay, but like... The thing is, I don't know if he's worth the deck slot. I don't even know if you care to outset him out. Like, no, because like like we talked about earlier, 
more times than not, unless it's going to be a tempo swing, like to play her on the board, you want a Dia off the top. Yeah, I, I think you'd rather just have her burst. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're playing this card, you're, you, what you're saying is, like, I want to use death every game. Yeah. Um, and even then, like, you might not get it. Yeah. I mean, you're not running more than one. Aside, no, right? hell no. Hell no. Um, so, I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure. I, I, I don't think he's unplayable. Well, I think he's fine in, like, title. Uh, yeah, maybe. 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 I don't even know if he's good title, to be honest. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because, because Adia, the six-drop Adia that's good is only good in modern life. Yeah, true. And so, I think you just skip that guy. You go right back to whole Einstein, and uh, <laughs> that guy is E equals MC in those guts because that guy sucks. Einstein, awesome. Or Estinian. Estinian, yeah. We're calling him Einstein, by the way. <laughs> I play the game, so I'm going to call him Estinian. Well, go to hell. <laughs> uh, so the next one was Spoiled by the Chocobros podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shout out to those guys, them. as always. Yeah, yeah, give them a follow if you can, for sure. Uh, it's Mushushu. Mushushu. I, I think that's how you say it. Uh, it's a 2CP Earth. Monster type zero, so a lot of type zero monsters in sure. the set. Turns out that's a favorite category of the uh, game here. His uh, his job is a Marduk, which I think is kind of funny, but whatever. Oh, I immediately think Marduk <laughs> from uh, Tekken. Tekken, yeah, just suplexing Tekken. people left and right. Uh, but for one Earth, one colorless, put him in the break zone, choose a dull forward break it. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think it's a good piece of removal. Um, don't have to dull it, which I think is critical. You just pay for it and then remove it. So, yeah. and I know. Um, I know they talked about it on their podcast when they spoiled it. You can get tricky with like realm and stuff yeah. like that. So I, I th- and we I talked about it, it on ours too. As yeah, well. I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's absolutely fine. Yeah, again, it's one of those cards that I'm not sure if it quite makes the cut, but it's not unplayable or terrible. Absolutely, and it has I think it'll be fine and sealed as well. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the next spoiler that came out was the um, the level one Onion Knight spoiler. So yeah, to them as well. A lot of community spoilers because you know I, I, there was basically the. They told us we could release them before the 15th, and then the 15th kind of the floodgates opened. Yeah, which is awesome. I, you know, and again, I want, definitely want to uh, thank Square Enix for that and, um, you know, for letting the community get involved heavily with this, with Opus 6. So their spoiler was a 4CP summon, Cactuar. Yeah, um, I like this card. And it says, basically, for however many different elements you spend to cast it, mm-hmm. uh, it's an Earth summon. Mm-hmm. Um, deal at 4K for each element. So if you spend three elements, it's... 12k, it's been four elements, 16k. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really super interesting card um, that I'm not sure makes the cut. No, here's a question. But it's really interesting. You know how you can overpay by one? Mm-hmm. Can you overpay by one and have that fifth color register? Yeah, as long as, as, long as you're... The overpay not that you has need to do 20k to something. The overpay but has to come from the hand. Right, that's what I'm saying. Not that you want to do 20k to something, because at that point, you're, it's, you're, you're killing it. It's yeah. dead. Um, but it is... So, here's the thing. I don't know if it's worth a, a slot in an Earth deck because Earth summons are already kind of, like, really yeah. strict right now. So, if you're cutting cards for this, it would probably end up being, like, your cockatrices and stuff. Which you I'm don't not sure to. Hell no. If you want to do that. Um, however, even in Mono Earth, mm-hmm. this easily hits 8k. Absolutely, because of Shantoto. Uh, and it, a lot of Mono Earths so will even run Camelot. Yeah. So, if you're running Camelot, Chaos, and Shantoto in your Mono Earth deck, yeah. this can hit 12k pretty sure. easily. Absolutely. Um... I mean, how, that might not happen every game, but it can do it. And it, it's going to at least hit 8. Yeah, you're killing something. You're 100% killing something. Um, But again, part of me wishes it was 3 CP, maybe. I don't know. If it was 3 CP, they'd probably have to reduce that damage down to like 3K per color. I don't know. Do they, though? If two colors hit 8K. You have to have two colors. Yeah. You hit 8K for three, is that, and it's not a burst. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so, because if it's a burst, it would yeah. suck. You yeah, maybe, maybe that is fair. Yeah, maybe that I'm is not, fair. I'm not sure. Again, it might be getting into the territory where like one CP less might make it unfair. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to say, but my gut tells me that like it would be way more playable. Yeah, and I think um, in a in a deck with Leo, I think it's super playable. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You yeah. just tap four backups, you do sixteen K to something. Yeah, not exactly. bad. <laughs> That's generally overkill. Again, it's overkill. So I think the card's fine. I think the card is absolutely fine. I can't wait to see again. I can't wait to see what application it has. Uh, and the next one is another typo monster. Uh, one CP ice snow giant. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one ice, put him in the break zone and choose one for a dull freeze it. Yeah, I think I think that's fine. Um, Ghoul did the same thing, but Ghoul didn't break itself. Ghoul didn't dull and freeze. Ghoul it just, just dulled, but it also so didn't break itself either. Ghoul it just... was a two CP monster for, I want to say one ice, one colorless tap, dull something. Yeah. yeah. Then snow monster breaks itself, right? Breaks itself. Yeah, so... And he costs one CP. Yeah, which I think is fine. Um, I think it's kind of a win more card. Like, you're going to play that thing. If you have the open man, you're going to dole free something. You're going to get in there. But uh, 
At yeah. that, but also at that point, if you're going, if you're closing out the game, you're probably gonna close out the game with like Genesis or Orphan or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. So it's, it's fine. I think it's, it's great and sealed. Yeah, it's like a cheaper uh, Opus One Shiva without EX burst. Kind sure. Of. Sure. Uh, which it seems like a thief of like a lot of these monsters are like one CP discount for a monster that does yeah. the same thing as a summon that has a burst. Yeah. Like uh, the one before the Earth one, Mustadio. Ours, yeah. ours is very similar. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. This one is pretty similar to Opus One Shiva without yeah. a burst. It costs one, one CP yeah. less. Uh oh. Get tinfoil hat. <laughs> so we do we go see a rotation at some point? Uh oh. Nah. Um, well, that's speculation for another cast. Uh, the, the, I think the cool thing about this is it's an Ariane J target. Sure. Honestly. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe, I mean, so maybe ice lighting around Jay might be okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, well, we'll have to ask Matt Jordan that one because <laughs> he's, he's our resident ice lightning expert. Um, so the next one was our spoiler. Oh, a spoiler, uh, you say? <laughs> yeah, so Square Enix was nice enough to give us one, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah, thank of, you so much. It was a lot of fun. Like, kind of, we had to like, hold our breath and like talk at talk amongst ourselves. Yeah, because we had like a month to... Yeah, to, to prepare stuff. Um, and we put out a video and an article simultaneously. Yeah, so check those out if you haven't. They're excellent. Excellent. Adam does a great job with the articles. And Adam does a great job with the videos. So, yeah, two uh, different Adams in case you didn't know. Yeah, it's uh, kind of like Hurdy Gurdy and Clyde. We have Adam, Adam, and Chris. Yeah, so, um, but our monster was another Type 0 monster. It was a wind. Wingvern. Uh, yeah, 2 CP wind monster. Wingvern. Um, for one wind, one colorless, put him in the break zone. Choose one forward, call, uh, power nine k or more, and break it. Yeah, I think it's fine. Um, I think it's a, a piece of removal that Win needs. Um, I, it, it makes. What am I trying to say here? You have to be careful because, especially with Opus Five, brought a lot of big dumb bodies. Like the, the game kind of turned into battle cruiser fighting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that, that that's going to shift. But um, if you play that guy, all of you, and you're playing against a, a big body deck. All those guys immediately have a target on their back, yep. so it can be tough. Um, it definitely it's good against stuff like uh, Opus Two Cecil um, because it doesn't deal damage; it just breaks something, which is good. Yeah. Um, or like if Minwoo was out on the field. Right. I think it's fine. Um, yeah. But where is it going to see play? Is the it's, next it's, question. Yeah, fitting it into a deck might be kind of tough. Um, and usually, a lot of the monster decks right now want to have monsters that can turn into forwards. Correct. And so. This kind of limits you to have to have rail now to be able to do cool, tricky stuff with it. Right. Um, I don't think it's bad. Yeah, sure. Um, and I want to hype it up because it's our card, uh, but I do think it's kind of mediocre, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's um, great and sealed. Again, yeah, it is good and sealed. Like, any kind of removal that's like not terribly expensive. Right. It's pretty good and sealed. Um, so the next two cards we had were like French spoilers, and they were spoiled in French. Yeah. I believe so. Um, so we had the Warrior Light, which we had briefly seen earlier, but only like half the card. Yeah, we saw... Uh, no, uh, yeah. Or, or is it Italian? Because we were at the Italian Nationals, right? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it was Italian. It was Italian. You're, you're correct. Um, so the, the it's a 6 CP uh, forward, Earth Forward, Warrior of Light, mm-hmm. 7K power. So instantly you're like, this guy better do something oh, for sure. really good. For sure. Um, when he enters the field, choose one job standard unit, cost two or less from the break zone, put it mm-hmm. on the field. Does not specify forward. Correct, which one. is excellent. Um, his other ability is when a job standard unit enters the field, Warrior of Light gains plus 2,000 power until end of turn. Mm-hmm. Also pretty good. Easily, yeah. You can easily play multiple standard units on one turn. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then he has an S, and it's just S, and until end of turn, all your forwards gain plus 3K and Brave. That seems like a really good, like, finish out the game. Just, boop, here you go. Yeah. Um, but I think... bad. It's S and 2 Earth. S okay. and 2 Earth. So not, not quite as dumb. So, now here's, here's my issue, though. Standard units already have a warrior or light that I think is exponentially yeah, better. The water one. Right. Yeah. Um, I think this is a different deck, though, right? Because I feel like you push a different archetype at that point. Well, yeah, but you're still you're still focusing on standard units now. You're just throwing earth in the mix, which... But you could maybe... I could see, like, earth, ice standard units. Sure, sure. Um, which I think it, it is uncharted territory. But I just feel like, man, it's, it's like remember remember when I wanted to play Sky Pirates, mm-hmm. and you were like, man, Wind Water Standard Units is just a better deck. Yeah, I think and I think this yeah, is kind no, of the that's, same that's case fair. in, in that's the other fair. direction. It's probably not going to be better than the existing Earth Ice deck, which is basically eighty percent ice and twenty percent Earth. But right. Yeah, I, I I can probably agree with that. But it would be fu- it would be fun to give it a shot. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about playing wacky shit, and I think that'll be I think it'll be fun to try. Because who knows? We could see some really bomb-ass standard units in this set that could really, you know, be a catalyst for that to be something. There's 10 color fix, too, because you can bring back two drop. Like, all the two drop backups are, like, a lot ton of people players. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So. so I agree with that. I think it could be helpful, especially if uh, 
you know, you're, you just jam some standard units in there to play that guy, then now your Cactar all of a sudden is uh, jamming for 16K. Or, you know, yep. you got options. It's Yep. Uh, and then the other one was uh, Riku. She's yeah. a gold wing forward, Final Fantasy X category, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3 CP, 7K, so mm-hmm. sunk her. Um, so her field ability is the gold wings you control can't be targeted by abilities. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. She's like a ranger for all your yeah, gold wings. Which is nice. Uh, and then she has an S, Gamble. Mm-hmm. Um, remove her from battle, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how it translates. I'm not sure how it's going to read in English. And I'm not really 100% sure on how it works yet, but the way I interpret it as is she can block, use her S, remove her from battle, and now that attack still happened. Um, she basically ghost blocked it and stays on the field. Right. It's it's similar. We've seen effects like this in other games where you can remove the attacker, remove the defender, and, and a, a, as a combat trick in itself. Um, I think it's I think it's like you said, good on the defense. Where she blocks something, they try to Mateus it. You're like, nope, we're good. But uh, yeah. I still blocked your attack. Interesting. If you do it the other way, though, I think she still dies. Like if you try to like block, like be cheeky with something and block with it, and then remove it from battle, and then in response they Mateus. I think well, in response, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if they Mateus on the stack yeah. instead of you using your S on the stack to Mateus. Yeah, I think. yeah, you you yeah. If you flip flop that, you biffed up. Yeah. Um, so I think she's fine. Um, I think uh, the same. I have the same problem with her that I had with Pain. Is that her name is Riku? Um, yeah. I like the other Riku better. The forward one? one? Yeah, I, I think one, I like this one more. Well, because that one's bigger and, like, hexproof, isn't it, too? It, yeah, but she's hexproof to your stuff, too. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, this one is a 3K. So the other one's a 4K, and this is a 3K. Mm-hmm. The other one relies on you having both Pain and Yuna to be hexproof. Yeah, true. And she's hexproof to everything. It's not just your... It's not it's just their stuff, it's your stuff, too. Yeah, true. But doesn't Pain... Is Pain just summons, or she summons in abilities? The she new just one. summons. Okay, so... So they 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 work together. I see. That. Okay, that um, makes sense. So I kind of like this one more. Uh, yeah. The only issue is, I don't know... <laughs> then you're like, do you play the new Pain? Because the old Pain's really good, and like now you're going to want to play Ford, you know? But like, it, it, I, don't, I just don't know if the archetype's good in, right. in standard. Um, I think it's great in title, though. Title is probably amazing. Yeah. So um, I don't know yet. I don't know. Well... I need to see more of what this archetype is going to be. Yeah. This gullwing tribal they're really pushing. Well, here. I would guess that's probably all of them. Unless Maybe they, one more. Unless they slam a brother in there, which yeah. if they do brother, he's probably going to be another backup, like an like a gullwing anthem. Probably, yeah. Or he's a forward that'll do something silly. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see um, what happens, but it's fine. Yeah. So the next reveal was uh, Layla. She's mm-hmm. a 4 CP water forward. Category 2, mm-hmm. she's a pirate, not a rebel. Yarg. Um, when she enters the field, choose one card named Viking of cost 3 or less in your break zone. Play it onto the field, and she's a 3k, so she's mm-hmm. severely understated. Mm-hmm. Um, my initial thoughts is, this is decent. Yeah. Like, I, I think this could be we'll draw you a ton of cards. pretty playable. Yeah, You play through Opus 4 Viking, mm-hmm. you draw a card. You block with him, he dies. You draw a card. You play Layla, you get Viking back, you draw a card. Yeah. Now you have a three, two 3ks on the board. Um, and if he leaves play again, you're going to draw another card. I actually think it's really cool. Maybe there's like some kind of water earth build with Opus 4 Delita in it mm-hmm. that can abuse this. Sure. Where you're like, okay, I have this undersized 4 drop. Uh, now I'll break your 4 drop. Yeah. Um, and then, or, you know, KO Viking, break your Viking, break a 3 drop. Play mm-hmm. this, get your 3 drop back. Yeah. Draw more cards. Yeah. It's also um, in. The popper deck I'm thinking of too, just the mono water standard units. Yeah, could, the card's really, great. Yeah, I, again, it could be good with that too, where you're like playing the one CP knights and stuff. Yeah, um, I think it's fine. I'm playing the knights, all the Vikings. You're just drawing a shit ton of cards. I think I think it's fine. I think it's limited to the type of archetype, but I think otherwise it's fine. Yeah, I, I just have a lot of cool ideas with it, um, yeah. and I think it just, it abuses one card enough. But I, honestly, I don't even think. About the other, so there's two other Viking cards, I think. Yeah, you just want the one that's going to draw I just want you two the, cards. Yeah, I just want the one that draws me two cards. Yeah, I agree. I agree um, with that 100%. So then the last spoiler we have is uh, Yasail. Mm-hmm. It's a 14, Final Fantasy 14 backup. When she enters the field, you can search for one Ice Ward add to your hand. Yeah, she's an Ice Mortal Web. She's I think she's fine. Yeah. I think she's absolutely fine. Uh, I think in some decks, um, depending, I know some, sometimes that one CP makes all the difference in the world. But I can see that in decks that run Mog 13. I can see it replacing that. Because now you can not only search your Orphan up, you can search up your Sit All Stain. You get another 
six search. You get a, you can search out, uh, and, uh, you know, if you really need that thaumaturge, like, to win the game, you search that bastard up. So I think it's good. I think it's a great one of. I think it's going to have a home. Yeah. It's fine. It, it, as long as the problem my issue is, is if this card is still really good, pushing to the back where it's pushing now, mm-hmm. where you're cutting all this other stuff that's considered good just to push more discard and make it where your opponent just can't play the game, Yeah, then this isn't going to see play. However, that, I'm not saying it's bad. Mm-hmm. If another ice deck goes back to kind of like what it was before, yeah. where it was more tempo and just still discarding, yeah. but dim- tempo... It goes it's, in that. It's uh, playable. It's in that mono ice popper deck we're talking about too. Oh, for sure, it's yeah. a good card. I yeah. mean, Merle is a good card. She sees some play, but it's not like she's like crazy, like in every water deck. You know? Right. I think she, I think that card will see as much play as Merle will. Yeah, which I, isn't I, bad. I agree with that. And that's a hell of a segue. So we talked about like that card not being good in like the the current discard builds. You know, this is something we kind of touched on too again in the episode that we couldn't release, but um. Let's talk about, like, you know, Kansas City's coming up this weekend. We are, you know, less than seven days away. I mean, I'm pumped. Yeah, it's um, going to be exciting. I'll be much happier if my back would stop hurting because I can I'm, – I'm in a lot of pain just sitting here right now. Um, the meta is in a very interesting place right now. Um, we're seeing, a, we're seeing um, a lot of ice. We're seeing a lot of lightning still. Um at least here in the states, uh, tricolor monsters. I'd say is, East Coast specifically. Honestly, yeah, um, is very big. It's kind of the <laughs> boogeyman for a lot of people. Yeah, right I, I feel like honestly, like uh, like it. Obviously, we didn't make the deck. The the deck's been around. It, it was, it, it was in Europe. It, it, was, it came out. It of came Europe, out of Europe. Opus, Opus um, and then I remember like a bunch of people were talking about it, and toward the end of Opus Four, like talking about how this deck is like really really good. Mm-hmm. And then an Opus Five came out, and no one was playing it again. Really, because yeah, everybody was on Mono Earth. Or mono ice. Yeah. Uh, you see it every you see it every now and then top in some events, but on the East Coast, like especially here in Virginia, and even when we went to Philly and stuff, um, you, people were scared of that deck. Yeah. Um, and you know, maybe, I mean, maybe it has something to do with us. I don't know. It's possible. Maybe we we did, we did we did talk we did talk <laughs> about it like it was like it was the goddamn Candyman. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It is a good deck. Um, for for sure. Um, but I wouldn't. It's hard because. I feel like it on our we th- we know it's good mm-hmm. and but and you see it on our stuff but I'm not really like seeing like if I watch the Meta Potion tournaments I'm not seeing people play right it. Uh, when I watch the Singapore tournament no one had it if I watched uh, the Italian tournament I don't know the results but I don't think anybody had it right because what you're seeing over there and what you're seeing a lot of, and I I think you're gonna see it a lot here too um, Mono Ice has kind of shifted to a super super aggressive discard build like some builds are playing the fucking trash man yeah and that's uh i don't remember his name uh what's what's the trash man's what, what card gesper gesper it's playing that fucking thing yeah but you're seeing a lot of like turn one double thaumaturge and then you're seeing like as we saw it in the singapore tournament double thaumaturge trash man or, or was it argath uh, argath yeah. argath trash man so, thaumaturge it's like cool you don't get to, you don't get to play the game yeah, now, now you're basically top deck in the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so it kind of started. Uh, well, I mean, it's been going throughout all of mm-hmm. all of this of Opus Five. Um, but I feel like when it started, it was still like you, you had the six package. It was like tempo, but you were like still mm-hmm. messing with their hand, mm-hmm. and you had flans and you had Siddle Stain, but you weren't really running three Siddle Stain at the beginning. It was usually yeah, like one like or two. two. Um, and most of the time, throughout the game, you'll eventually get it to where they're top decking and you're top decking. Yep. But it wasn't like immediately we're both top decking. Let's go. Yep. Um, and a lot of people thought that what's happening now was going to happen when Buckaboo was first shown, and people were like, yeah. "Oh, this guard nuts!" And no, you know, still not many people were playing it. But the Singapore guy was. And we'll, yeah. I'll get to that in a second. Um, now it, it's being pushed in a different direction too, where you're seeing players like Jamie Faulkner and UK. And if you look at his deck, Setzer is gone. Yeah, it's three Sidal Stain, <laughs> three Orphan, like the yeah. top, and three, three Vein. So their top curve is pretty set. Yeah. Um, and even his is still more of a tempo-y stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just eliminates Setzer, only runs one Banana Sid, mm-hmm. still has a three Stella, still has a three Lock mm-hmm. for, like, stalling or canceling summons and yep. being able to become unblockable and so forth. Yep. Discard, and all these decks still have Genesis in it. Which of course. Honestly, that's that's the best card in the game. No, oh, I, I don't disagree with that um, one. I think Genesis is the best card in the game. Yeah, and so. it just does a lot. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah. So Mono Ice is definitely a problem. Um, and 
a lot of people understand that, and that's why they're mm-hmm. playing it. I don't blame them. No, absolutely. I think because um, it because it, like we said, you know, we we we've talked before on this cast that the monster deck can be oppressive because it can just essentially lock you out of the game. You can't. It, it's a control deck. Yeah. You try to stick stick a creature. Well, you know what? It's going to remove that creature, and then it's just going to it's going to just ping you to death. It's just it's just going to win the long game on you. Ice deck doesn't even let you play the game because mm-hmm. if they get the nuts, you just don't. You're done. You yeah. just you just they're going to have to stumble, or you're going to have to really stick something major. So I think to win the the big shift has been like a lot of people. So Faulkner didn't really have the full pack. I mean, he had Thaumaturges and he had one Argas. So that's four. Uh-huh. Some people are shifting all the way over, and I think you even saw it in UK Nats a little bit mm-hmm. where you're running like three and two, three and three sometimes, and you're playing for that opening, play two, two drops, have things that are doing damage on the board, and get started two cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, you watch UK Nationals, like uh, Alex the Cool didn't even get to really play. Yeah. And he was playing Mono Ice too, so you can't really feel but so sorry for him. I mean, I, I love the guy. I've been on this podcast. Awesome dude. Great player. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're both playing the same deck, and he right. just and if the shoe was on the other foot. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously he was playing a faster version. I don't think Alex had uh, Dalmaturges in his deck. Sure, and I, I do think that is a bit of a mistake. Um, but again, I mean, it's ice, ice is ice, is ice, is ice. Right. Um, and then you got now you got Singapore tournament where he's pushing it even further in that direction. Like it's greedy um, as hell. So he's only running. He only ran like nine backups. Mm-hmm. He's running three Buckaboo, three Gasper. Six two drops, three three heroic opus one snows, and just like he's gonna shit his hand out turn one, and then he's gonna basically force you to top deck. But he builds his deck to the point where he only needs one backup to play pretty much his yeah. entire deck. Oh yeah, um, except for like Genesis and a few other cards. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I feel like Genesis is his finisher. Yeah, probably. If you stick I, a guy, I'm playing Genesis, and I'm just gonna swing. I don't even him. know if I saw him play it in the semifinal match I watched mm-hmm. where he won. Like that's um, insane. And, like, I don't know. That Now, with that being said, that's going to have a huge influence on what happens in Kansas, right? Yeah, we'll um, see. I'm not, I'm not sure if people are super convinced here or even in the U.K. that that full-on, that direction is the right way to go. Uh, I think if you ask people in U.K. and here, they're still on, like, the flan train. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe cutting Setzer might be something you might see. Sure. Uh, but I think you're still going to see six cards in decks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Lock and Celis aren't going anywhere. Sets are sure because, you know, sometimes having getting that sit all stain off the top for burst, yeah. sometimes that'll just win you the game. Yeah. Or sometimes drop, just playing him for five when your opponent has no cards in hand will just straight up win you the game. Setzer's not really going to win you the game unless you make, unless you attack with him to make it like an awkward block. There's... It's more involved to make him a finisher. I'll stay in, you just fucking, you drop him on the table. Yeah, something and it's like, dies. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, he's dead, I win. Yeah. But um, but those aren't the only two decks. You know, Mono yeah. Water, like Mono Water Spells, as I'm calling it, like so, the Garnet Summon deck is still very good. Yeah, in, in my opinion, uh, Mono Ice is tier it's, one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably put Monsters there with it and mm-hmm. say that that is tier one. Uh-huh. And then I think after that everything's like kind of one point five ish. That's not to say that they could. I could. You could argue that they're tier one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it would probably be fine. Like I wouldn't argue against you if you're like these are the tier one decks. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to me, those are like these two are like a step above the rest. Oh, I agree. S, we're talking S tier. I think. Yeah. I think really at the end of the day, Ice is like as S tier as it gets. Yeah, and I mean you could probably argue that monster might monsters might be a rung below. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I I think the deck is oppressive. Well, I agree. I really do. It's, it's a, if you were to go like S, A plus, A tier, like if you were to look at the top three tiers, you would have probably, you know, Ice at S tier, Monster at A plus tier. Then I would put in the next tier down, I'd probably yeah. put like... So you got both the Mono Water decks. Both Mono Water decks. So guess, yeah, mo- I'm talking about Monsters and then like Garnet, basically. Yeah. And then, uh, well, Garnet Knights. Yeah, or would, where would, you, would you put Faso? I guess Faso, yeah. I think that's in the same build. Yeah. It's just whether or not you want to... I think the deck is core is the same. It's just like sometimes some run Fasoya, some don't. Some run different summons than others. Sure. It's really all... The, the, the end game is the same. The shell is the same. Yeah. Like they're all running the Knights of some form, like Stein or Beatrix probably. Mm-hmm. And if they're running Beatrix, they tend to run Fasoya at yeah. that point. Then you got some that are running like more heavy Cloud of Darkness stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them probably have Garnet in there of some sort. And then... 
Some of them have varying summon packages. Some are running like 15 summons, some are running 9, some are running 10, yep. 11. It just depends. But to me, that's like the same archetype. It's just different flavors. Yep. And, but it's cool to see that all the flavors are pretty different. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, I, and I think they're they're all pretty good. Yep, I agree. I, uh, and, I, I 100% put uh, the Fire Ice 6 deck in that same rung. Um, yeah, but yeah, monsters are there. Uh, mono water monsters are there too, and I honestly, mono water monsters might also be tier one up to yeah, yeah, possibly S A plus tier. Um, it's just yeah, again, they're hard to interact with. Cognazo is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are in a meta where they allow you to play slow, the only issue is like that if you're playing that new mono ice deck, like they might not even have time. True. To set up. Um, that is true. But who knows? Um, I haven't played enough matchups against that specific build to really yeah, know. I agree. Uh, then you got like, so I said I think Earth, Fire Ice, Earth, Earth Wind, Wind I think is right there. Mo- I, I put Mono Earth there as well. Yeah, I would almost, I I would almost put Mono Earth uh, one rung below those decks. I, I think it's good. Yeah. And, the only, and the only reason I don't is because I feel like it seems like more so like in the Asian meta, it's winning it's winning tournaments a yeah, lot it more is. over there than it is anywhere. It's making up the majority of the field elsewhere. But it's not winning like it is over there. And yeah. maybe that's just, you know, the, maybe it's an issue with the pilot. Maybe. I, I it's, it's hard. I mean, I'm sure they're all, everywhere is good players. Sure. Just different play styles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Different card selection. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just, to me, I feel like it's like a rung below and I don't think it's bad. Like, again, I think any of these decks that we just stated can win a tournament. Oh, oh, I agree. I think you could pick any of these decks that we just mentioned, go to Kansas City, play your best, and make the cut. Yeah. I think you can. Uh, I'm trying to think if I'm like forgetting anything. Really, I think those are the big ones. Oh, yeah. Mono Lightning! I feel oh, like yeah, a lot of people yeah, are forgetting. Yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd almost put Mono Lightning like shit. Like when you look at Mono Lightning, I, I'd put that up there. I guess that's up there with like again um, the Mono Waters, the Fire Ice. Yeah, I think right there that A tier. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people forget about that. And I mean, Ice Earth still gets yeah. a lot of play yeah, as well. I agree. Um, but I feel like Mono Lightning is the deck where people are like leaving off their list a lot of times. Which, in the Singapore tournament, there was two of them. And I think the top two seeds still real good. Were, were Mono Lightning. The deck can just shit on you out of nowhere. Um, and I think with the Einstein, it just gets a little <laughs> bit faster. Maybe. it. I, I do think... Uh, that deck's kind of, that deck list is pretty tight as well. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Zemus, honestly, I think at this point, I think you should play Zemus in your Mono Lightning deck. Oh, I agree. And the faster deck, I don't know if he really warrants as much play. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that kind of pushes that deck out. And but you're still running like a Lewis and stuff. Yeah. That card's too good. Zemus is a very good card. I think Zemus is really good against the discard stuff. You're just yes, like, deal with this card now. Or I'm going to start playing back everything yeah. that you made and, me discard. Yeah, maybe yeah, all, the, all those Alcids and shit you made me discard. Well, guess what? They're coming back. Yeah, and so. it turns out Alcid by himself can kill a Thaumaturge, can kill Argath, can kill... It just, it's fine. You yeah. don't care. Yep. But it is tough if, if they can't get it online. And if they have an answer for Azimus. Um. So, like, with I guess saying all that is, the met, you know, as, as there are some boogeymen of the meta, but it's still anybody's game. Like, it's, you know, again, I, I've, I've said it many times before, this game really favors repetition and knowing the matchups, knowing the decks, knowing the matchups. So if there's a deck you feel comfortable with, that's what you need to play if you go to a big tournament. Mm-hmm. Don't try to... Don't try to... If you see a deck that's winning and you don't know how to play it, don't play it just for the sake of it winning. Because these, all these decks, Mono Ice is an autopilot. Three Color Monsters is certainly not an autopilot. Mono Earth is about as Mono Earth and Mono Lightning are about as autopilot as it gets. But still, you make the wrong move, you're probably going to lose, especially with how the meta is. Like the the mistakes, the mistakes in this game are already unforgiving. But currently. You can make one mistake and it will cost you the game. Yeah, someone might fight you on mono ice not being autopilot, but I mean it. I think definitely you can tell when a when a better player is playing it. Oh, well, and that's what I'm saying. Um, for sure. I th- I think the thing that frustrates uh, more people about monsters too mm-hmm. is uh, when they're when they lose to people that misplay and still lose to it, mm-hmm. just because of like the sheer amount of removal. Oh well, yeah, and that's. And that just goes back to control decks, right? Like, a control deck is going to do its absolute best to lock you out of the game at any turn. And sometimes if they make a mistake, it doesn't matter because they've got you so shook already that they can afford the misplay. Yeah. 
Or maybe you're just playing, you know, at the end of the day, the people who are complaining about monsters, maybe you're just not playing a deck that's good enough to beat it or good enough to compete. Because this game, really, there's people who love homebrewing in this game. They love taking their own deck to a tournament, like, oh, this is my mono fire type zero flippity floppy whatever. You said, you know, yeah, you, you might do fine against other you know, homebrews or whatever, but you sit across like from like a tier one competitive deck, you're going to you're gonna get your ass handed to you. And we talked about this briefly in our group chat, specifically with monsters. And this, this is a word, kind of off topic, but kind of similar. Um, I, a deck like that, because it is a control deck, it's really the only control deck in the game currently. Though you could argue the mono ice discard, not the super aggressive one, but that kind of mid-rangey one is more of a... I would consider a control though, just because it's like it's not really removing a lot of your threats. It's it's just it's kind of eight rackish in the sense where it's it's making you play with limited resources and the resources you have just can't do anything. Yeah. Um. But excuse me. Um. The only thing I worry about is the game is at a point now where it is growing. Mm-hmm. It's growing pretty quickly. The community's getting bigger. I mean, like podcasts are popping up left and right. There's more tournaments. Um. More people are playing the game, and my biggest worry is that because these two S-tier decks are super oppressive, that that can stunt player growth. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Even the other decks aren't <laughs> very fun to lose to. Sure. Like, any of those decks I just said. So, I mean, I'll just go through it really quickly. Mm-hmm. Mono Ice. Mm-hmm. You don't get to play. They discard your hand. Yeah. You feel terrible because mm-hmm. you didn't get to play the cards that you put in your deck. Mo- uh, monsters. Uh, you play something. They remove it. You never get to play your stuff because it's always dead. Uh, water, mm-hmm. you don't. You might not be as good. You're learning how to play the game, and mm-hmm. you're playing decks that you like to play, and then all of a sudden, eight you're turns sh- in, you're staring across from six eleven caves. Yep, and like, oh, you shit. can't do anything mm-hmm. because you're probably not running Shantoto. Yep, and they're just gonna run you over. Mm-hmm. That doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mono water monsters, Cognazzo. That feels terrible to lose mm-hmm. against. You're just like, oh, that's two, a, four, six, eight, ten. You're, you're that card's a new player's mo- nightmare. Um. Lightning, Al Cid, like, that mm-hmm. card's... When I play, I feel so... Like, uh, I'll use last Tuesday as an example. I didn't win the tournament. Uh, Colin and Ron took me down. Congrats mm-hmm. to them. They, they played really well. Um, but I was playing against a newer player. And I played Al Cid on him. And I was like, that guy, here's another guy. He's dead. I got two fours. Uh, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's it's tough. Because, like, that's not fun either. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you didn't know. You probably didn't even know that car existed. Oh, yeah. And now I got two forwards and you got none. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, like, stuff like that. And, I mean, even, like, Earthwind, like, Dottaluma, that doesn't mm-hmm. feel good. Well, Dottaluma's <laughs> fine on his own. Dottaluma Cactar is when it starts getting tricky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, even then, just him alone is a card card for a newer player to really, like, oh, understand, yeah. at, like, out the gate. Oh, yeah. Um, perfect example of that is uh, Sarah. She didn't understand how Dottaluma worked in, um, like in a couple situations in one of the tournament we went down to it for, uh, at Pocket. Um, yeah. And she was frustrated by it, visibly frustrated yeah. by that Even card. in the top eight, the Earth player, I talked to him after, and he played me the next round. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, yeah. I told him after the game, I was like, I was like, man, when, when he swung with Black Waltz, the game was over. Yeah. Because uh, he has to target your Dottaloom with Black Waltz, or if he doesn't target it, Black Waltz doesn't do anything. He just yeah. dies. Mm-hmm. And Dottaloom sits there, and he's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. It was, I forgot that it was also targeted. So it's, yep. you know. And he was playing the card. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, the thing is, a lot of stuff that's considered good or oppressive mm-hmm. is also going to deter people, and they're going to be like, well, this is stupid, and I want to play what I want to play. And, mm-hmm. and maybe those people, I don't want to like hate on them or anything, but you know, maybe you shouldn't play competitively. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Sure. Final Fantasy is a great IP. I think the card game's great. Mm-hmm. Play um, at the level you want to play yeah. at, but don't get frustrated. Don't let those decks ruin the game experience for you. Right. Um, and What's if, unfortunate is they're going to. They are just straight up sure. if you let it get to you. Um, and I, I still think the game is really balanced. Sure. With that said. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are a lot of feels bad cards. Like, mm-hmm. they get played on you. But but again, from a competitive standpoint, I like that. Because mm-hmm. I like cards that do things that are, like, good. Like, really mm-hmm. good. Because then that makes decks more fun to play. Mm-hmm. If everything was mediocre and we were just, like, whipping each other with towels, like, mm-hmm. it's not fun. Sure. Um, and and I, I, I do agree with that to an extent. Um, but the only thing, the only reason I say I bring up like the two S tier decks as opposed to the other ones, more so monsters in particular, oh, because I, I, I you don't, you're not playing the game essentially. I, like, I, not... I agree. They're playing a different game. Right. And I, I think Curtis's name for the deck is very accurate. Accurate. Yeah. yeah. He calls the deck solitaire. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I think that's yeah, like really like all, all I care about is that what you played. I'm just gonna kill it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna use what I have in my hand. And I'm, I'm gonna, gonna play, play my, my game. game, and I don't care what you're doing over there. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, and I just I, the the, the, and the reason I brought that up completely is because the game is in a place right now where it can it can just skyrocket up. Like we've we've seen that growth in the last year. Um, yeah. And I, I don't want there to be a I don't I don't want it, it to be like a, a magic like standard format where all of a sudden one or two decks are winning and then if you're not playing those you shouldn't bother going to a competitive yeah. event and that's I don't want that to happen. I, I feel like right now we're far from that. Oh, however, I, I however it can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be hard to keep everything in check because we don't have a rotation in this game. So they have to constantly think about every card when they play oh, yeah. a card, which I think sometimes doesn't happen. Um, yeah, because of because this isn't like Magic, right? Where Magic is its own entity. This is part of Square Enix that they're putting attention to it. But I, I don't know if they have like a legit R and D team that's jamming out games or testing four sets. In I feel advance. like they do a pretty good job for the most part. Like even the cards that are like we consider broken. Well, because you can see that in like chapters cards that they, yeah. they're they're clearly different than what they were then. My biggest offender is Genesis, honestly. Oh, he's the busted card in the game. Um, I, I mean, I think monsters are really frustrating, mm-hmm. uh, and and I do think that they need to create some an- more answers to it that mm-hmm. don't dilute other decks. Sure, but like. I, I think Genesis is more of an offender than any monster card in the game. Overall, I think the game is fine. I think the meta is fine. Um, there are some boogeymen. There are some, you know, some cards where, like, you know, and that's and that's also what happens sometimes in a best of one. You know, you have five rounds of Swiss. Sometimes you just your opponent gets the nuts on the opening hand, and you just lose. Yeah. You know, but what you do is, you know, and sometimes, and that's just that's card games. Sometimes you just don't get there, and you can't win them all. Yep, but you can do your part to know that deck, and like if you're sitting across a mono ice deck, I'm granted sometimes you might not know, but more times than not, when if you're sitting across a spot, you know what they're going to be playing, uh, or you have an idea. But if they hit you with like double thaumaturge into trash man, you're just kind of like, oh shit, I got to figure something out, and I've got to figure it out quick. Like at that point, you need to know what the follow ups to that deck are, and what you have at your disposal to at least get on the board. Yep. Um. Monsters, you know, you and I have talked about that against monsters. You kind of have to play to your hands. You know, sometimes you just have to get under them, or sometimes you can outgrind them. Believe it or not, you most certainly can. It just really depends. You know, you play, especially, you know, with my deck, I have to kind of play the way the way the deck tells me to play is the way I'm going to play that match. Sometimes I go over, sometimes I go under, sometimes I get fucking brick wall. It, it, that's the game. It happens. You can't win them all. But, um... I think overall the meta's in a good place. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think the game's still... It's, not, it's, the it's game obviously is, not perfect, but I think it's still... There's a lot of decks you can play that, that can win a tournament. Oh, well, yeah. And, and there's decks on that list that could probably win a tournament. Uh, not on that list. That oh, I agree. I agree. So, I mean... And, and, and here's the thing, too. Like, nobody... You're not always going to play perfect. Like, for example, in Philly, I made the I made the puntest of punts. My one loss was to uh, Nicholas uh, Chanel. Shout-outs to Nick, man. You're a great guy. Um... I punted my ass off in that game against him. But I realized that immediately it was too late after that fact. But you know, and he oh, and he one hundred percent took advantage of it, which is why which is what I'm saying. You know, if your opponent hits you with that big hand and they misstep after that, that's your chance. Don't miss your chance, you know. Mm. You know. Yeah. I mean I think that's probably a, probably a good place to stop, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Um so, you know, Otherwise, you know, we had a lot of good tournament results coming up. Uh, we got Kansas City this weekend. Um, I can't wait to see everybody there. This is the Wind Crystal Cup. Yep. So it's it's going to be a great tournament. I can't wait to uh, see if anybody's got some spice they're working on for it. Mm-hmm. But um, I do expect a lot of the a lot of the not the I don't want to say the same old same old, but a lot of the big a lot of the heavy hitters. I call them the usual suspects. Uh, all the hits, exactly. Yeah. This is now that's what I call Crystal Cup Volume Three yeah. is what we're gonna have. So um, you know, expect expect that might be the name of this episode. <laughs> oh. So um, so I think this will be a great time. I can't wait. Um, we uh do we, real quick before we sign off because you know we got to do that. Um, we did hit uh, a milestone. We uh, we have over a hundred subscribers on YouTube, and we are. 
very we, close we to having a hundred followers. We had, I need to put. I need to make a post on Facebook. So we, we did get the Facebook one as well. So excellent. So as of today, we have, you know we got the hundred hundred club. So uh, we are. I know we posted another giveaway. This one. This time I'm going to do it on Facebook just because yes. it's easier to track people down. Correct. Correct. Um, so yeah, the YouTube one was a bit of a struggle. So do we? So what we're going to do is we're going to make a post proposing a question. We don't know what that question is, but when, when it pops up, you'll know it. And we want you guys to answer that question, and we'll pick the winner of that. Well, I like making these things interactive. I just don't want to draw a name out of yeah. the hat. And the yeah. only thing that's uh, required is that you have to be subscribed to both. Yes, you have to be subscribed to our YouTube channel and our Facebook page um, with RVA Returners. Which... Not just subscribe. You have to follow the Facebook page and be subscribed to the channel. Yes. And from there... We've got a really cool giveaway this time. We have a uh, we have one of the uh, Opus Five, one, like one of the the play the black play mats. The, the, the pre-release play mat. Yeah, pre-release play mat, and we have a uh, really swanky Final Fantasy uh, tote bag. Tote bag. So if you like shopping for organic produce like I do, you're going to be the bell of the ball in your local farmers market. You know, representing your favorite trading card game. So, you know, we've got that coming up. Um, yeah, we just we, yeah, we're just we're just excited. Like a lot of things are happening, you know, with our channel, with you know, with the state of the game. Like we're just really excited to be a part of it. So we're just trying to do our best to you know, try to make this community as interactive as possible. Um, I know we're talking about some collaboration with some other guys coming up. Um, I know I've talked to the guys over at Triple Triad about you know doing a little cross uh, yeah, cross cool. podcast. Um, those guys are great. You know, I'd love to do something with the Choker Bros. Love to do something with. You know, I know you were on the uh, Crystal Tower, you know, back when I was in Ohio. Yep. So, you know, I, I really want to involve as much of the community in what we do as possible. Um, so, please, you know, we appreciate all the likes. We appreciate all the subscriptions, all the follows, all the above. You, you know, we couldn't do this without you guys. So, with that being said, we w- are going to go ahead and sign unless you want to add anything. Not this, <laughs> Not this time, you know what I mean? You sure? No, sure. Are you sure? Yeah, we'll see everybody in Kansas City. We'll see everybody in Kansas City. You sure? You got nothing? I'm sure. Okay. Bye, guys.